Welcome to Check the Vibe. I'm Rob. These are my co-hosts, Rawl. Yo, what's good? And Marcus. Hey, yo. Here at CTV, we enjoy discussing our views on various topics and questions that often go unanswered. You can check us out on Apple and Spotify Podcast, YouTube, and our other social media platforms. This is Must See TV. In today's episode, we venture back into normalcy after an unprecedented time in our lives. The debate begins with cities being pitted against rural areas. Which one would you rather? What are the pros and cons of living in these areas? The adventure continues to take flight as future traveling is discussed in depth with some new norm implications. All right, let's get into it. What do you think, Raw? between cities and rural areas? Where do you land? I would say, like, right now, like, the times we're going in, I would pick rural area, but, like, normally I would pick the city. How about you, Marcus? Uh, definitely going to – it was a hard decision. Uh, just recently took a trip out to Brooklyn, but I'm ultimately going to choose rural area on that. <laughs> How about yeah, you, Rob? I think I'm going to go with rural area, too. That's where I'm sticking. Going against me. Damn. All right, so what, make you, what makes you guys pick that? Well, let's start off with the pros. So when we talk about pros for a rural area, it's kind of like it's the clutteredness. It's the privacy. It's the scenery. Kind of like I like quiet. Like if I'm going to sleep, I'm not going to want something outside, like somebody ramming their engine up at like freaking 6 o'clock in the morning or something like that. Like you're going to get that from the city. I feel like there's some bad boys out in the rural areas that would do that for fun, though, too. Yeah, yeah, but you, you're going to get some dicks out in the world, but <laughs> it is what it is. You're not going to hear it as often out in the rural areas you would hear in the city. You know you're going to hear that. Even you might even hear some gunfire if you think about it, like, depending on what time of the night it is. Um, but, like, mostly rural areas, it's just, like, it's 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 a privacy thing for me. And, like, I when I was down in Brooklyn, I was like, man, how do people drive? It just it's just like there's so it's like so hard to merge into something because some people are like, yo, fuck them, like I'm going, to, I gotta be somewhere or something like that. I don't know. It's a different kind of mindset when you're out in the city. What do you guys think? All right. Well, my rural area cons are sort of similar. I definitely like privacy. I honestly think it's just it's easier to kind of do what you want. You know, you don't have to worry, like, is there is there 30 minutes of traffic waiting for me? You know, is there, um, you know, something else that's going to stop you from doing something? I think you have a lot more freedom. Obviously, it comes with the privacy, too. Um, those are the pros. Those are, like, huge for me. Those are probably a little bit more personal. The cons, I guess, you are further away from civilization at times. Um so, I mean, if you, you know, let's say you wanted to go see, you know, an event of some sort, you're, you're probably going to have to take a trip. And obviously, I guess privacy could be a double-edged sword. I mean, if, if you were in trouble, it's usually a, a far ways away to get help. So, I guess that would be the cons. But uh, I, I can live with that. I'm going to add another con onto a rural area. Probably the bugs. I feel like there's like more bugs in this area than you would get in a city. Like, and it's just like, that gets annoying, but I think that's only dealing with the spring and summer. 
the most part. And they kind the of... craziest, the craziest thing is like I never knew what a gnat was until I moved to Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, I never seen one, never heard about that word. Yeah, we're gonna get that a lot. And I feel like with the uh, um, the pro for like a rural area, it's like less less potholes in construction. Like, are you sure? I feel like I would go go into the city and every part that I need to turn to get to my Airbnb is in under construction. And I'm just like, okay, got to reroute this, but it's okay. It's like, when you finally get there, it's like, it took 20 more minutes than I, than I tended to be there. So I feel like that know. depends on the city though, because like some cities roads are actually like really good. Like when I went out to LA, like they had like some really good roads. Yeah, well, I'm basing this off of Philly, <laughs> and it seems like they always are under construction. The roads out in LA are that way because they don't have winter ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So just just major cities out there that don't have winter. <laughs> so you moving out to is that what you're moving out to LA? I mean, I would like to travel different places mm-hmm. to like actually see, but like I would base my decision off of LA because I like that lifestyle. All right. So what are your pros and cons then? Mr. LA lifestyle. I mean, major cities, you don't have to go far for like major events like sports or anything like concerts. You don't have to really go far like for LA, you don't have to go far for the beach. Just more to do in a like a major city. There's just so much more to do. Like, yeah, I have to deal with like traffic and I have to deal with people being loud and maybe gunfires sometimes, but Crime rates are definitely up. But I also I also grew up in a city, so I'm like kind of used to it already. So you just cool with blowing half your day in traffic? And the higher cost of living, you know, like but, shoot, rent ain't cheap out there. But they also got like trains and buses and stuff too. So maybe I don't even need a car. Yeah. But the expenses add up eventually. Like and you're relying on somebody else to get you to point A to point B every time. So what if they're running late and you're now like, okay, so what if I? But all right, so what if I go to a bar? I don't have to rely on myself to get home. Yeah, no, that's very true. But you can also do that for the suburbs if you like or rural areas. You want to say some like, rural don't have it, um, Ubers or Lyfts or anything like that. Well, I live out into the suburb area and I have a bus that goes in straight. Down. But we're not talking about just you. I'm talking about like in general. But uh, like Lyfts and Ubers are like they spread far, like far. Maybe there's like occasion there. If you ha- live out in the boonies or somewhere, yeah, you're probably not going to get a Lyft. But typically, most places you will find like a Lyft or Uber or something like that. Like, I don't, I don't have that here actually. Right where I'm at right now, I don't have that. Well, hopefully, uh, you get, send them a message real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them to start getting some Lyft and Ubers out there. People need jobs. <laughs> With that said. All right. So let's let's switch gears a little bit here. Normalcy. So do you think with everything that's gone on in the past year or so here, do you guys think that there's ever going to be a life where things go back to the way they were? Go ahead, Marcus. I know Marcus has a ton to say. So this is the new chapter where for like as a whole in the country, we kind of switched a new chapter where the masks are going to be a normal thing. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. Like until people actually feel comfortable that like the vaccine had did its job and ever has taken it, masks are not going anywhere. The restrictions 
will vary off of uh, depending on uh, if the spikes rise or decrease. I don't want to go further into detail with that. But yeah, I kind of want to pick your guys' brain on that. So, uh, Rob, I'm going to ask you on that. Things are going back to normal. I mean, I think things will eventually go back to the way things were. You know, it's just going to take, I think, a lot more time than a lot of us are comfortable with. But at the same time, I think there's, it just depends on what it is. Like certain things like the masks, I think will probably be a while, but I think they'll eventually, you know, go away too. Um, I think sort of how people operate and think will eventually revert back and people will be more comfortable with just consistently going out, going to see other people. I mean, it, it kind of already has, has happened to that some degree, but I think just the longer people deal with something, the more they adapt and get used to how it is and they change it. So I guess technically that would be a new norm, but at the same time, I think some things will go back to the way they were just very, very easily. Uh, what about you, Ro? I think things are going to go back normal like sooner than later because let's be real. Everyone's sick of this. They just want to go back to normal. Some people don't even like worry about anything anymore. They just want to be out, enjoy the summer, winter. Like they just want to do everything back to normal. I think that like what you said before, like the mask will eventually go away, but there's people out there that will still wear a mask, like no matter what, because they're so scared of like what actually happened. So it depends on that too. So do you think that knowing those things, we would be better prepared for something unprecedented to happen again, or are we still just completely unprepared? I'll go first, Marcus. I think it depends. Well, one, it depends on what happens next, because if it's like, let's say like the stock market crash or something like that, and many people like that is going to affect it more than how we're affected now. So it depends on how, how we go through it. It depends on how we deal with it and who's at the top of the helm to deal with it with us. That's how I feel. Will you, Marcus? So like, like kind of playing off what you said. So whoever's leading us, that's like, that's kind of what it is. Like as time goes on and stuff, we, we should be adapting to stuff like this. Like, I don't think we were ultimately prepared for this for happening, but like we, we fought through it and we're here now. We lost a lot of people, but like, I feel like, yes, as a whole, we will, as a country, we will be prepared for the next unprecedented event. So. Well, I think I have a little bit different thought. I think honestly, yeah, who is in charge definitely matters, but I also think it's, it's ultimately up to the people. There's a lot more people than people in charge. And I think that, you know, people have to kind of take it upon themselves to be like more prepared. Do I think that will happen? No, not necessarily. But at the same time, it should, to some degree, it, it should be somewhat of a wake-up call to some degree to say, hey, this happened once, it could easily happen again, or something completely different. But you already have seen something that completely changed how we live and how we operate, which means that something else could happen that does the same thing. So you should at least you know, have maybe some precautions in place or just be at least thoughtful that something could happen to that degree. 
I think. Well, you never prepare for growth. Like I feel like growth is something that just happens that when it finally hits, you're like, oh, well, this is new. But I think it just depends on the person. I think some people are super prepared and some people are super unprepared. (laughs) There's obviously, you know, some in the middle, but I think it just depends how people in general, how, you know, everybody adapts moving forward. So how do you think like schools and like jobs change? I mean, jobs have completely changed. I think jobs have changed forever, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, we're seeing basically people are not settling for jobs that they think aren't offering them enough money or, you know, benefits or protection or whatever it is. And they're point blank telling people to go kick rocks and they're not doing it. And it's, it's having the effect that you would assume people are, or, you know, jobs and locations are having to pay people more money. They're having to offer more incentives just to get people to work. And there's definitely systems in place that maybe have helped that along. But I think ultimately that's of benefit. Like why shouldn't somebody be able to go to their job and make a living wage? You know, like why would that be a bad thing? Um, Schools I think are completely different too, because I think the the snow day is gone. Like that's awful. RIP to the snow day. But uh, I think, (laughs) I think that it's good and bad because I think school, at least for young kids anyways, I think they they really need to like have social interaction. Mm-hmm. So I think that's sort of a, a real big negative. Like if they're not actually with kids of their own age learning, you know, being mentally molded, they're still developing and everything. They kind of need all that. I think college kids and older, uh, they're probably a little bit better off. They're, they may be suffering a little bit too, but I think it's a little bit easier of a transition to just be like, Hey, we're going to do online you know, okay, cool. So I don't have to go to class. Well, no, you don't have to physically walk the class or get the class, but yeah, you still have class. So I think it just, it depends. In terms of like for schools, for attendance rate, I think everybody should be at 100% if everything's online, right? (laughs) Even if you're sick, you're still be able to turn on your computer and be there. So I guess that would be a good thing. Like that will be later down the line for future references. Like, oh, you're sick? Okay, well, just go on the uh, laptop and you will get something. That's a plan for later. But um, yeah, talk about my niece. My niece comes home school around like now, like what time did you guys usually get home from middle school? Like around it's like 2.30ish? 2.30ish or something like that. Like, she get out at 2.52. Yeah, like, She's getting off of school at like 12.30. So I'm just like, yeah, now she with this pandemic, she's getting no, she's getting there at like 12.30. So I'm just thinking wow. to myself, man, she must have like, her class must be shortened and stuff. And also it's just like her grades actually went up when she went back into school. So I'm thinking to myself that she she's an in-person kind of person, not online where she's at home and she can be distracted by the TV and other things that, had nothing to do with school like what about for jobs as for jobs i was never affected by this because my jobs were considered necessities but um but no no it opened it opened up a lot of job opportunities like i do this thing called amazon flex 
here and there. Like, yeah, no, third job, it's cool. But it's it's actually a very cool app that just like helped me get a little cash on the side and everything. And that was not available before. And now that it's there, it's like it's like on and off kind of bad things. Like it's back to when you were saying about like people are not gonna work for the minimum wage anymore. And these owners do not want to pay these people that they're demanding price. And it's just like, it's kind of like a standoff right now. And depending on what kind of job it is, it's like, yeah, I don't want to work for them. Like they're only paying me $15 an hour to bust my back and stuff. No. Supply and demand. Supply and demand. But um, yeah, like I feel like we're in that middle point where we're finally getting jobs back open that is more important so for better or worse it only time will tell like but right now it's like right now on the neutral for me like how about you how about you roll um i think like now people are like looking towards like trying to get like more passive money try to like spare their time more for jobs plus those stimmy checks got people thinking differently <laughs> now <laughs> those stimmies <laughs> but like yeah so people don't want to work like 18 hours a day and shit like that. So like people try to like have other side, like the, how you just mentioned, like Amazon flex people do like Uber all the time. Now, like on the side, they like try to prioritize their time to get more money. But for schools, I think college, like how Rob said, like people could do better in college, like being at home. I actually like learned more like being in the town because like you interact more, you go to the library, get study time you interact with people more like during like group projects and stuff when you're actually with them so Mm -hmm. like that's why i see like that helping me more out in that case you you actually were studying back then or i mean i did a little (laughs) study here and there you pass the class you don't study see you get degrees (laughs) (laughs) it ain't how how it works (laughs) (laughs) All right, so continue, continuing to take flight here, will airports change how they operate? What about travel? Let's talk about some travel. I think it'd be like a little more like you have to go through a little bit more before you get on like a plane. But like for cars, like Lyft and like Uber out of, you probably just have to wear your mask for now. That'll probably stand for a long time. I don't think anything would change with that. It may be like the subway too. But other than that, I don't think it's going to change much. What about you, Marcus? When you say when um, airports changing completely, like how much are they really changing? The TSA kind of just already does what they do. Like <laughs> if you bring the smallest bit of toothpaste, you got to throw it out. So, I was going to say, like, it sounds like a story's in, incoming. No, over no, 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 no story. I'm just saying like <laughs> it's already been so restricted. Like what is okay, possible COVID test before you take flight now. Like, it's like, it's just more TSA stuff. I ain't, it is what it is. As long as I feel safe, because I'm up in the air. Like, yeah, I was, I'm okay with this. Like, if somebody's sitting there coughing, I'm probably going to be looking like, oh, hold up now. <laughs> You're not going to bring me with COVID on to, but with everybody doing the vaccine and everything, uh, I think the only just wearing a mask is the only thing that's going to be really different as a whole. Personally, I don't think airports really give <laughs> two shits, honestly. It, the airports are literally just in it for, here's the flight, pay us, 
we'll we'll take you there. Yeah. Take you back. You might get there. You might not. There's a pretty good chance you'll get there, but if you don't, it's not on us. So you paid for it already. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe masks, but like I don't know. I I think I think airports won't change much. Um, I think public transportation hasn't necessarily changed much, but I think it's also been one of those things that it's been shown that it's like that's very important because you know public transportation keeps a lot of people going into work you know um and whatnot so i think that's obviously a positive um yeah i think i think that's about it on that all right with uh gas prices going up are people going to look into electric cars more elon um with dogecoin being a thing (laughs) i think i think we've already seen that a ton um i'm somebody that kind of follows the stock market a little bit um i think electric cars are super big for the future not just from the um from gas prices going up obviously they always fluctuate up and down whatever but i think you've seen that people have sort of become hyper aware of their surroundings and what's affecting them because they're concerned with something that maybe you can't actually see obviously in this day and age but i think that's another thing why people are aware that like oh we might not be able to see necessarily that the planet is not doing great but at the same time they know about it and electric vehicles obviously help that i know there's been like some mandates and whatnot and like you're eventually like companies are trying to completely go green and make electric vehicles and whatnot. And you're seeing that pretty consistently, which is definitely good. But uh, I think that's, that's going to continue to really, really ramp up. I think um, electric cars are definitely going to be the future because like every car company's like starting to do that. And once that happens, there's not going to be like much use of a gas station. Like, Mm -hmm down the line obviously but and then like people are accepting like cryptocurrency as part of payments now for that so it's just gonna get bigger and bigger and that's all that's gonna happen so i'm like i'm pretty much going with you guys on this one like literally the future is electric cars but like it's like how much will those electric cars cost like and who are the people the first people who are going to make that move into making and um, buying these electric cars and stuff like you know people who are less fortunate are not going to be able to afford an electric car and stuff but also the gas prices are going to rise up more so you think gas prices are going to go up if electric cars are no i said like pretty much uh, like like gas prices are already going up right so like nobody wants to fill up a whole tank of gas on their car if prices are going to keep on going up, like what was the highest you ever seen a gas price? I think Rob's question was like, now that people are getting more electric cars, do you think gas prices will go up because less people will be buying gas? Is that what you're trying to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he, he made it sound like they're going to continue to just jump up. And if yeah. they're not being used, then why would they? That was my question. Um. So pretty much like, like with uh, with like I said, with electric car, like I agree with you guys. Like uh, electric cars should are probably going to be used more, but like I'm saying, the less fortunate will not be able to afford said electric cars because the I would I would say they probably would be more expensive. 
than a normal car itself. Oh, no. I mean, cars are pretty expensive to begin with. Uh, yeah, yeah. Regardless, but... I think I think I've seen quite a few com- just because there's so many companies doing mm-hmm. it now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think they'll be expensive to some degree, but regular cars are expensive too. I don't think it's going to be like that big of a jump. Obviously, you've seen like the first electric cars were expensive because they were brand new. No one had them. No one, you know, that was popular. But I think as more companies, I think they'll be just as pricey or less pricey as other cars, honestly. Like all I'm saying is probably not going to be at a fast rate. It's going to be like, give it, give it about like 20, 25 years. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, then you'll probably see more and more electric cars. I'm yeah, I stick stand by that. Quote me if you want. I don't care. It's just like <laughs> within a 20 year span, yeah, I feel like the majority will have electric cars. You gotta think though, cars depreciate like every year. And plus people will sell their cars to get newer cars. Yeah, but like I'm saying, at the end of the day, like some people also hand down their cars to like their smaller relatives and stuff and go on from there. But that's that's what I just see, you know. All right, ste- stepping away from cars, let's get back to flights. Where are we traveling moving forward? We're talking about travel again. Where would we like to travel moving forward? I'm going to Europe. Anywhere in Europe. Just just anywhere. <laughs> just drop me off in the drop me off in the center of Europe. I'll make my way around. I've been down the whole East Coast, and I still haven't made out to california yet so i definitely need a so california and vegas for me are the top two why give me give me some elaboration well because uh, i'm actually pretty good at blackjack and you guys can say whatever oh want. okay <laughs> gonna test my luck you know if i can hit big then i'm gonna hit big that's what you know what i'm saying i've never seen you play blackjack in my life yeah because <laughs> you guys never asked to play blackjack biggest know? humble brag over here <laughs> It's not even a the brag. I'm like, I think I'm pretty good. It is. I think I'm pretty good. If you want to test the waters, come test the waters. We can put some <laughs> money up and go from there. All right. What are you doing in LA or California? California. Gotta see LA. I gotta see a Lakers game. So I guess I gotta have to wait until the next season because I'm not gonna go see in the playoffs or something like that. Why not? Why not? They're good. They're going all the way. So why not? But, you know, do all the tourist stuff that you do in L.A., you know. But they, you know, the funny thing is, L.A. is the one that everybody goes for, for California. But, like, San Diego is a great spot, too. Like, I heard heard great things about I heard San Diego's better. I've heard it, that it, it depends on the person. It depends on the better. That's literally what it is. Yeah. I've heard that as well. All right, Raul, just somewhere in Europe, you got to give me more than that. <laughs> yeah, right. a little detail. Like, that doesn't even count. <laughs> uh germany why germany. Oh, God. because i took german in college and like i actually know more about the culture than any other european country i thought you were gonna say than any of you guys i was gonna be like wait a second here <laughs> i'm not i'm not marcus <laughs> what about what about you rob somewhere in europe <laughs> oh you're gonna so <laughs> no um honestly yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going out of country as well. Uh either mm, this one's a tough this is a tough one. I'd say probably Italy again. Um I'd go to Italy again. Oh, is that good? You had to go for a second round? It was either that or Ireland. So I mean I'd be going for a second round for either of those. But yeah, they were they were both that good. 
I don't want to get too off topic, but what about uh, Italy just stood out more than Ireland that you want to go second time? Or did you just go to Ireland a lot? No, um, I've been been to both. Italy is like a, a very good time, but mm-hmm. Italy is also really convenient to yeah. go multiple places because they have a high speed rail system, which the U.S. should get. Anyways, they have a rail system that basically within like an hour or two, you can be down in Rome. You can go to Pisa from, you know, go up to Milan, Florence. So it's pretty convenient to sort of travel around and see different places. And I don't know. Italy was awesome. The food was great. Wait, I actually want to change my answer. I want to go to Dubai. Dubai. Why Dubai? Why Dubai? (laughs) See all the cars and stuff they have there? Like, Are Are you a car person? Uh, a little bit. My dad's a mechanic, so okay, they were cars a lot. But like, they just have so much to do. Like, they're the richest country in the world. I would like to experience that. You know, the most expensive lifestyle too. You know, shoot. <laughs> like, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to sell myself short or anything. But I'm just saying, if I'm going to go to an expensive place, no, I'm going to have bread on me. Like, <laughs> yeah, then you're going to lose that blackjack, right? No, nah, stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I'll, I'll trade my plane ticket. If it's that bad, I'll trade my plane ticket. Since when were you that good at blackjack? Huh? Like, you guys never asked me. Like, you guys actually try. I swear to God, you want to put some money up? We can go down to Ohio. I got you. Put some money up. And, and you know what? Afterwards, no hard feelings. So, wait, I have a question. So, what place out of the country would you want to go to since you didn't name an out of the country place? Out of the country. Huh. I always said this was the randomest place that like that I would take, but uh, Australia, Sydney, Australia. Oh yeah, you did say that. Yep. Yeah. That is a flight and a half. You know That's what? A it's long gonna be worth flight. it. It's gonna be worth it. It just seems like a great place. A lot of tourist places. You know. Why Australia? What What's in Australia? That's. I don't know. Maybe if uh, if if I'm lucky, uh, I could probably make a trip out to the Outer Banks. I like animals. I do like animals, and they do have the most dangerous. But you know, I still would like to say I got to see that in person, like instead of in captivity and stuff, and where they're like half yeah. of what they could be. That'd be cool. Yeah, you know, like do you ever think about going to like the Africa? Well, besides Africa, but like Africa or something like that, and just seeing what the world got to offer, you know? Yeah, no, I have. I was going to say, is there a place that you would want to go inside the U.S.? Inside the U.S.? L.A. would probably be up there. Um, trying to think. I mean, honestly, I'd, I'd be cool with going anywhere where I could, like, go see one of, like, national parks or anything, like Grand Canyon, you know, going up to, like, Oregon or, or Washington to see, like, the Redwoods. That'd be pretty cool. Something like that. Something off the beaten path. Quiet. In a rural rural area, not a city. <laughs> I was gonna say San San Diego, but you said it before, like yeah. as an example. That's what but... I'm saying, man. Like you gotta get a taste of each part of California, not just Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I would be open for that too, for sure. I don't I don't really have like a one place in the US that I'm like, I gotta go there. Like, yeah, Rob, didn't you like go four wheeling out there? That sounds freaking awesome. I wanna do stuff like that. Like, yeah, that was like northern LA. It wasn't by San Diego. I wish I would have went to San Diego, though. That would have been fun. Well, maybe next time we got to plan these things. <laughs> Wait, so where was a place that you have been that you liked so far? I've been down the whole East Coast, like, like dozens of times over. And out of all the places that I went to that I would say Miami sticks out. 
it just always stuck out. <laughs> it's just like those people were moving different from everybody else. Like, <laughs> yeah, Miami's a wild place. The lifestyle, the lifestyle, the people, the characters you meet there. New York is pretty fun too. Like that's why I said like the cities are fun, but they're only a place I would like to visit. Not not stay, just visit because it's not special when I go there. If I live there, you know, it's like the beach. You can't live there you can only just visit and then it becomes special but what if you lived in a major city that you could just visit the beach then you have the best of both worlds it is it just ain't for me man i just I, i've been so uh, <laughs> what's the word suburbanized <laughs> like suburban i don't think that's a word i don't know, I, know. I don't think it's a word but like don't, she, don't hurt yourself i don't think that's a word <laughs> suburban <laughs> suburbanized suburbanized maybe no. I, don't, I don't know yeah, like I have I never lived in the city, so I couldn't tell you how it feels, but I have visited the city and it's just not my cup of tea, you know? That's fair. What about you, Rob? What? Where where's someone that you already like you've already been that you liked? Like your best place that you've already been. In the US or out yeah, in the US. In, in the US. US. Um North Carolina's pretty nice. Kind of has like a little bit of a both Ooh. vibe to it. Like it has like it's nice, but it has four seasons too, depending on where you go. <laughs> um, you know, it's close. You could go to the beach. You could go out. You know, camping somewhere. It's a little bit of everything. So North Carolina is pretty cool. Uh, have you been out to the Outer Banks? No, no. Oh my God! Here we go to Outer Banks. Go to Duck, North Carolina. It's the cutest. I've heard a lot of good things about that, though. The yeah. water feels like bath water out there. I took a shower outside. That's wonderful. I heard North Carolina is like a really good spot to go to. Like I heard that from a bunch of people, actually. Yeah. Yeah. South Carolina is good too, though. If you're actually trying to go to like a warmer area beach. Yeah. Yeah, Myrtle Beach, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always. I was afraid of like hurricane season. Uh, that that's like <laughs> you know, you go anywhere, you're gonna get something. They're like there's something yeah. I think Pennsylvania we have got that perfect we might get a hurricane possibly once every I think we're the snow. So snow is like the least threat. <laughs> I think snow is more threatening than the actual freaking hurricane itself. Like Well, it depends. Like obviously Hurricane Katrina is like an outlier, but yeah, you, you you chose the bads to the bad of hurricanes, <laughs> but also like in the like central of the U.S., you got like tornadoes and stuff, and then out west you got earthquakes. So like, I feel like snow. I'll deal with this. Like snow is like the least of the things. Well, all right, guys. Thanks for watching. Check the vibe. If you enjoyed our content, subscribe to our Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and also follow us on our social media platforms. And then also be on the lookout for our website coming soon. Check the vibe.co. This is must see TV.